0: Hey, hey, welcome to Bonus Barrel. I am Rob, and with me is... Shelby! Just Shelby. No left or sagey. Uh, Which means half of our crew isn't here. Which might mean that our guests should take it personally. Uh, (laughs) So, speaking of our guests, we have... um, Kiel Boseman? Is that yes. right? Yes. Right.
1: It's it's very close. It's Kyle
0: Bosman. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry, I mean, I was just, um, that's what I had written down here. You should practiced like a couple
2: times before you said it.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, alright, so I'm excited for this episode, but not because of our guests, but it's because we get to talk about Kitaru Man. <laughs> That comes oh up later. God. So, anytime we have a new guest in the show, I like to ask hard hitting questions. Let's go. All right. So, if we start off easy, Kyle Bozeman, how did you first get started, you know, with this stuff? With this not, stuff? Not with I life. Mean- not with life. Like, I'm, that's pretty <laughs> self explanatory. But how did you get started with, uh, you know, being a in world internet famous, uh, uh, game game guy, Kyle Bossman?
1: Uh, so yeah, I mean, this is this is a hard-hitting question because it's like a long story. You know what I mean? Like I, I did like uh, uh, QA at Activision a long time ago, oh, cool. and that kind of led to doing uh, uh some production assistant work at I am Eight Bit, which led to <gasps> doing it being a production assistant at uh GTTV the old game trailers TV show which eventually led to me being allowed to make a video for <laughs> gametrailers.com which yeah. eventually allowed allowed me to make many many more videos
0: um, mm-hmm. Shelby's too young to know what game trailers is Oh my god <laughs> used to be a a, a, well, a video what, what was game trailers a, a collection of, of of game trailers uh, just yeah. different shows and stuff I love game trailers but back when it was you know alive um, yeah. It was just two years ago, by the way. <laughs> it, feels, it feels like so long, though. I know I know it was recently. I was re-watching some of the older yeah. videos just to refresh myself, and I, I just, I couldn't, I keep thinking it was, like, a really long time ago, but you're right, it was, like, kind of, I mean, relatively recently, really, but it feels, it's a long, two years, man. It feels like a long time. Yeah. So, you then joined this group called Easy Allies. So yeah. This isn't a question. Tell me about it.
1: Uh, Easy Allies yeah. is is that group of former game trailers people who decided to keep making videos about video games, and so we do lots of live streams and and reviews and podcasts, mm-hmm. and it's just nine people who get to still do video game stuff, and we're uh, Patreon funded. We mm-hmm. we basically work through Patreon, and uh, it's all pretty neat. It's a pretty neat uh,
0: collaboration, I would say. It is. It's pretty cool. Uh, the name was it easy to come up with uh
1: it wasn't hard it wasn't hard uh normally you think that people spend a long time on this kind of thing and, and fight for ages but easy allies actually fell together faster than like an improv team gets their name. It actually, like, clicked in pretty quickly. <laughs> you
0: know, I didn't expect an actual answer to that. I expected the awkward silence, followed by the mm. laugh track that I will add in after my, after, my, after my joke.
1: I think the best way to insult a pun is
0: to move forward through it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what games have you been playing lately?
1: Uh, all right, I got a weird one for you, actually. Right. I was on my 3DS looking at the store, the eShop, mm-hmm. and what was available, and I found a game called Tails Adventure, and this was a game gear yep. game starring Tails.
0: <laughs> I know of it
1: Miles Tails Prower. and <laughs> it's actually pretty cool. It's actually like a pretty cool game. Is it fun? I, yeah. Hmm. Th- there's only like eight levels, I think, not many, but the way it works is it's kind of like Wario Land where you return to mean. levels once you have new abilities and you can like unlock new parts of those levels. And so it's actually like a kind of interesting adventure
0: game. That's kind of cool. Fun fact: I was totally
1: unaware of this game. Yeah,
0: I, I thought it was Miles uh, Powers for like twenty five years. I didn't realize it. Was, why? Why? I don't know. I think I think as a kid I read it as to Miles Power, and okay. then just never looked at it twice for years. And then and then like I'd say in the last few years I was like, oh, it's Miles Power, which is sad because puns are, are fun, and I didn't even realize it was a pun that whole time.
1: Well, here's what's not fair to you is that nobody's <laughs> last name is Prower, That's but you <laughs> people do have Powers as a last name. So you're right. That was yeah. fair. That was fair. Thank
0: you. I, I feel vindicated. Uh, all right, next question. Because it's not about me right now. The le- mm-hmm. the rest of the show will be, but not this part. Kyle, what's your favorite color? This one you stumped me on. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm a- going to go with gray. Okay, that's totally correct. Okay, I wrote down... I always pre-write down my responses to the color because I don't I don't ever expect any recent an- decent answer. Uh, so I, yeah. I wrote, weird, that's not the usual answer. But I'm going to have to say gray <laughs> is not the usual answer, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't think of it as, like, a depressing gray. Like, the, my okay, favorite color gray. is a nice gray.
0: You know, gray, when placed against other colors, can help change the way those other colors are perceived. So gray is a useful color. Yeah. Or lack of color, if you want to you want, although a gray with a little bit of color can also be very nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so we already talked about Game Trailers a little bit, but so I wrote down here, you once worked for Game Trailers, you had a little show called The Final Bossman, uh, yeah. two questions, but you already kind of answered how did you get that show, but since we already answered that, I wanted to know how long it took you to come up with the name for the show.
1: It took longer than Easy Allies, it took a a long time. That's surprising. Uh, yeah. It was it was not easy to decide whether you want to do your your name in the title or not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Uh, and then <laughs> once I decided I did, yeah, uh,
0: I just thought of boss
1: puns. Really,
0: that's what you got to do, right? Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of yeah. nice that your name comes with a built in game related pun. Uh, mm-hmm. Kind of jealous, to be honest with you. I, I want to be like uh, Rob Stage, Rob, Rob Stagium or something. Then I could have had like a, like a stage. <laughs> His stage name would have been great. All right. Yeah. Next, next question. So you did stand-up before. Uh, mm, people yeah. People have said you've been shopping around HBO for a special, and I want to know, how did you know you were ready for that step, and could you tell me your best joke?
1: Uh, You're ready when you have, like, two hours of good stuff, okay. because you know they can't edit it down to one. And so right now, I've built up two hours of solid, raw, hot material. Oh, yeah. It's all, it's all really good stuff. yeah, Steamy, yeah. Steamy, right? Yeah, I'm sorry, what was the second part what, of the question? What? Tell, me, tell me a joke, Kyle. So alright, and this is this is like part of the second hour, right? Like so in the second okay, okay, hour yeah. we get into like the real stuff. Right. Uh I just like I don't get why like why everyone's always talking about their brothers and sisters, uh when when it's like I'm not interested in those people.
3: <laughs> oh. This is
0: such a joke. Oh my God. <laughs> well i mean <laughs> all right that's good i'm glad <laughs> i'm glad you had one there um <laughs> so, <laughs> so, i didn't know where that was going <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah yeah
1: and that slays every time every time i put that yeah. on stage
0: that one slays yeah man you get the crowd going on. do you, you fill pretty big theaters when you do your shows right yeah pretty big yeah pretty big. Man, that's, that's amazing uh all right here's a, an identity identity confirmation question If you were offered a bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos, would you eat them? Yes. All right. All right. Good. We can move on then. So Mm -hmm. the kitchen set for your series, Kyle in the Kitchen, it looked very authentic to me. It it looked like a real kitchen. Uh, I noticed it had like bowls and plates and stuff. So how much did it cost you to build such an expensive and authentic looking uh, set?
1: I went into credit card debt hard uh, immediately after Game Trailer's closed. I said I yeah. need to build a kitchen in my house, right. and yeah, that was—I guess it was nearly 120 uh, because yeah. I had to build it over my actual kitchen. Right, right. Uh, and it what sucks is that like I have to like I have to roll it out when I just want to like eat or or do dishes, and then oh, I have yeah. to roll yeah, it back yeah. in when I want to do a shoot. And so yeah, it's it's, it's mechanically complicated as well. Did you so any- extremely expensive? I can't recommend it. But, I, I mean, the results speak for themselves. Oh,
0: they do. It, like, when I saw that, I was like, that's, that's a kitchen. Like, it yeah. looked more like a kitchen than, than any kitchen I've seen before. And do you have a crew to help you move it in and out for when you need, like, when you're done recording and stuff?
1: Uh, I, I, I had a crew who helped me build it, right. but I've lost most of their confidence. Most of those people have left long ago.
0: And okay. so, really, it is just me at this point. They can't see a genius. I mean, if you come in saying, look, we need to build this set. We're recording from my place. I don't care. Yeah. This this kitchen is not up to par. It Doesn't look, doesn't feel like a kitchen, but I'm going to build one, and you did. So you know, I think that's why Kyle in the kitchen is so successful. Compared and to, to be and to fair, I
1: treated them all very poorly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, if they're they're questioning your decisions, then they probably had a yeah. yeah yeah. So I have one more one more question, uh, hard hitting question for you. Do you have any advice for shitty little podcasts like Bonus Barrel?
1: No, I don't know if I have advice. I lucked into all the su- success I had. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I didn't. I didn't. I just got to start at game trailers where you have a built-in audience. You know what I mean? Right. And it's so hard to build something. It's really, really hard. And so, uh, I guess my advice always is, with anything that I do is just uh, get better each time.
0: Right. Get uh, better and better. How excited are you to be on Bonus Pro right now? Pretty. pretty pumped? Uh, six out of ten. Oh, that's good. That's pretty. I usually (laughs) used to a three point three out of ten, but I'll take a six out of ten anytime. It's above average. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Uh,
1: (laughs) Can I say I think you have a really good logo for your podcast? Thanks, man. I made it. Me? You made that thing? Yeah. And what? What'd you do? What's your What's your program? Photoshop. No, I'm an artist. But that's like it's like three D.
0: No, it's just painted.
1: Dang! Hey, you know that's a nice logo you put together. All right, all right. Well, I'll change it to a seven out of ten.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you so much. Uh, okay, so one thing I want to talk about. This is like not a hard-hitting question anymore. Uh, now that that bit's over, uh, something that I've always agreed with you on that you would know because obviously you don't know who I am, but I've I've watched you such as the nature of, of having shows. Um, it's it's this this idea of games when they don't explain the things in the game world properly i don't know if that makes sense to you but like an example a good example of this is the camera in mario 64 it's the like two and he's like following you around and he's like recording mario the whole time i love that kind of stuff but when games like don't explain things then it bothers me does that do you understand what i mean by that i do
1: i don't need it i don't need there to be a lack of two in every game no but i totally understand what you mean yeah yeah, yeah
0: i hate when games don't explain things or when it's left or when the explanation is really poor and I'm frustrated because I can't think of any examples. I'm pretty sure I was ranting about this like four or five episodes ago about something.
2: Uh, there was Pokemon. We talked about them being in the, in the pokeballs. Oh, that bothers I don't think me. They ever, yeah, they don't ever explain it. I don't think.
0: Yeah, I don't like that. I the, also the whole idea are how sentient are Pokemon? And really, like, should they? I don't think you should be capturing them. Actually, a question that I've discussed many times already, but I can ask you, Kyle is if you yeah. lived in the Pokemon world would you eat pokemon would you be able to eat pokemon uh
1: so the answer is yes for any of us if we've if we've grown up in that world i mean oh, some of yeah. us become vegetarians but like so let's say we're dropped in the pokemon world now yeah. no
0: they're sentient like yeah. if okay if you could talk to an animal and you knew it understood what you had said and could communicate with you actively some of them can yeah. talk literally like I don't see how you mm. could possibly eat them. And furthermore, the fact that they're being forced in the pokeballs is pretty is pretty sick. Ash is a sick little bastard. If, you know, uh, that's the way he's way to ask. It'd be
1: Here's here's how I would explain this. Here's Okay. Like Pokémon enjoy battling more than anything. They they like to battle. In the <laughs> wild they battle on their own. Yeah. They level up on their own. Uh we the humans are their trainers are a a way for them to become better at battling and have more battles and have a more fulfilling life. And so to them, the Pokeballs are an ends to the means, you know, it's just, they're happiest, not when they're in the wild wandering around, they're happiest when they're battling and, and accomplishing things Mm. and leveling up and learning new moves and evolving. And so, uh, the Pokemon are happy. They're happy to be in balls. I
0: I think that you would clash with ends group. Then I don't think that I would. would agree with you. You know, but we saw how that worked out. Yeah, we did. We did. I Okay, this is this is the lamest thing that I could say. Uh, a long time ago, like a really long time ago, I wanted to do, like, Pokemon RP or whatever. And my, my trainer, in my mind, he would only get Pokemon. I don't think I ever actually wound up doing it. I don't think I, I took the time. But I was thinking about the character. And my idea was the trainer would only find Pokemon that really wanted to fight and would volunteer to go with him. Like, that's the only way my brain could, like, accept this, this idea of having a group of Pokemon. Like, they had to want to fight. He's like that's every Pokemon. That's every single one. What about the ones? There must be some that don't want to fight. No. None. Even Love disk? You think Love disk wants to fight? Even Love disk <laughs> loves to fight. Dunsparce. Yes. Man, there's got to be one that doesn't. It I, wouldn't level up if it did. If it didn't want to fight. So it's, it's biology. It's its nature. It has to level up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Huh, interesting. What do you think about that, Shelby? Do you know what um, It's is?
3: definitely
2: a, yes, I know what Pokemon, oh my God. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's a stanza I haven't heard before. Like usually when people talk about Pokemon, uh, it's usually being forced into a Pokeball or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, honest to God, was caught off guard by that because everyone I talk to <laughs> says the exact same thing, so um, I,
0: don't, Man, I don't know. And Kyle, you're just impressing everyone today. The whole room's impressed. <laughs> All two of us. Hey, I, had, I had a leftover... Or, or just
1: flo- <laughs> floored by flawed logic.
0: <laughs> one of the other. Yeah, I don't know if I necessarily agree entirely, but I like I like the confidence that you have in your answer, so I, I'll accept it for now.
1: It's something I thought about a lot, too.
0: I'm glad. What, what is your favorite Pokemon? Is it Mr. Mime? Farfetch'd. Farfetch'd? Is it because yeah. of the leak?
1: And the leak is a part of it. Yeah. It's just a simple, weird design. Yeah, I really like Farfetch'd.
0: Would you like him to have evolved forms?
1: If it's not bad.
0: Okay, well, yeah, that's a 50-50 chance of that happening.
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 I don't know. even worse. The, like, yeah, you're, you're right. There's really like a good, good chance the evolved form of Farfetch'd <laughs> would be bad, yeah. And so, like, I'm cool with him as he is right now.
0: What kind of name do you think it would be? Like, there must be a pun-based name for Farfetch'd evolved form. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, though
1: yeah like that's 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 the other thing is his name is so weird there's an apostrophe in there yeah (laughs) and there's nothing really far-fetched about what he is he is just a duck with a leak yeah but for some reason he's called far-fetched as if he is some mythical creature and meanwhile there's mythical creatures that are pokemon you should have like a but he gets
0: the name like a normal name like norman or or Mm. or uh, richard or uh, just like a regular sounding name because it's not far-fetched anymore but his design would be far-fetched
1: yes yeah yeah yeah, really yeah. His, his design is he's got long wings that just flow in the air and i'm talking like a hundred yeah, yeah, feet yeah. behind <laughs> him
0: <laughs> he's like he, he can't eat anything he can't hold his leak anymore because his wings are too big and unruly he's really yes. sad at that point it. Mm-hmm. He's,
1: but he's also like aware of what everyone is thinking at the same they're time they're judging
0: him hardcore too yes Yeah. that's sad um i had a leftover question from you from earlier by the way i don't want to forget to ask this Um, So this is kind of controversial, so I hope you're ready for this, but I've heard that you're afraid of being sexual, and would you like to explain yourself, and I believe you've not confirmed if you've played Senran Kagura. So I don't know, Uh, can you confirm this? I have
1: never played Senran Kagura, Kagura. sorry, Uh, I haven't. Okay. (laughs) Okay. so I just need to set this straight. Please I do. don't know where these rumors started. I'm not at all afraid to be sexual. I'm a very sexual person. I'm I'm known for my sexuality. <laughs> the first half of my stand-up routine yeah, is all raunchy jokes. sex stuff. Yeah. So I, I don't get where this comes from. I mean, it is true that I haven't played Senran Kagura, <laughs> but uh, uh, besides that... Are you afraid that, you know,
0: what, see what would happen if you played it?
1: Oh no, I, I do have a limited interest in that. I really don't think it'd be a game that I would get into too much.
0: Well, here's the surprise, guys. Everybody, bring it in. Bring on in. We're all gonna play right now. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> all right, I, I thought I, I was listening to that Easy Allies episode, and I thought that was a funny question. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rumors. Yeah, yeah. yeah you you have a tainted legacy now. You know, you're 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 afraid of. You're I guess you're like a prude according to everybody.
1: Well, here's like, here's the, like the bits off, uh, no bit, (laughs) just like a serious answer is that like, it's to me, Sunrun Kagura, there, there are games that are like clearly like perverted games. You know what I mean? Mm And, like, it's not, like, I don't have that judgment on, on perversion. Like, I don't think it's a bad game for being pervy. Yeah. And so, like, when I say, okay, this game's for pervs, a lot of people are like, he's being judgmental. I he see. thinks we're bad. You know what I mean? It's like, right. no, that's just a pervy game. Yeah, it's like, for why pervs. Would we
0: call it anything else? That's a pervy game. It's, yeah. Just it, because it's for pervs doesn't mean that it's it's not. I mean, that, that statement in and of itself doesn't necessarily have to be a bad thing. The game oh yeah, I should
1: follow that up with my second thought that okay. I believe everyone is a
0: perv. I think that is true with for most, most yeah. people, I think. Not me though. Yeah, yeah. And Crystal Clean. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, Shelby? Sure. Thanks. <laughs> um so we all watched the Switch commercial. The newest one, the GamesCon Switch commercial. So I, I've come to a conclusion based off watching it, I feel like that I'm playing the Switch wrong or that I just have the wrong friends. <laughs> and maybe, uh, I don't know how you guys feel about that commercial, but I mean there's that hip, so I first of all, I don't dress like anybody there, so I'm already <laughs> doing something wrong with my life. I don't go out enough, and when I do bring my Switch, not I usually just play it by myself at work or something. Um, I, I don't know, do you, guys, you have a Switch, Kyle? I do, yes. Of course, which is good. Uh, Shelby doesn't, so she's just already not cool enough to even be in this conversation. That's true. But uh, do you? I mean, you look—at least from from your appearances—you look like you dress a little better than I do. Do you have more? You probably have more friends too. Um, am I doing something wrong with the Switch? Am I not doing it right?
1: I gotta be honest with you. I've I've never brought my Switch out of the house yet. Oh
0: man, we're both. I've never had up. my
1: Switch outdoors.
0: Damn it! What are we doing wrong? Are we gotta. We I, I, I think I have to go to the park or something and play the Switch.
1: yeah uh the craziest one is really the locker room oh man the guys who
0: like set it up in the locker
1: room that's just that's such a bad idea
0: (laughs) could you really imagine like let's not make the assumption that everybody who plays sports and goes to the locker room is a jock but at least some of them are going to be and then you're there whipping out your fucking switch with your probably colored joy pads because they're the easier ones to get and and Mm -hmm. you're just playing what madden or something like, do you do you think that people are just going to suddenly gather around and start like, oh man, that's so cool? They're in the background, they're cheering you on while you're while you're playing some sort of sports game. I
1: don't think that happens. And I mean, locker rooms are just for
0: changing your clothes. They're not for chilling out. That's true. Yeah. Now, if you were a like, <laughs> go, go, ahead. Ahead, go ahead. Well, let say if you were a pervert, that might be a way mm-hmm. for you to linger on. Like, you, yeah, you throw in Cinder and Kangra, and you just sit there in the locker room and you're playing that. That might be the reason. But other than that, though, I don't think that's their point.
1: Yeah. It's it's a weird it's a weird ad. It's a weird <laughs> ad that makes But here's the thing is yeah. it worked. The first one worked and I think they just said, like, let's just double down on this thing. You know? They had that ad where the yeah. guys were playing basketball in the park and they're like, let's just do that again. You it's, know, it's it's, it's, it's so yeah. crazy how that ad worked out.
0: It's an uninspired sequel. It's like more the first one. Yeah. With a with a like a pippier song to go with it. I like that the Switch has like this trendy like I could see the the Switch theme song playing in an Apple commercial. Like the silhouettes of people dancing and the, the switch going on in the background. <laughs> I think that I can see it happening. Shelby, what do you think? It's been a long time since we've seen those silhouettes. We need them back. It would be Mario, though. Mario and like Link and stuff, and they're dancing. Did you like the commercial, Shelby? Do you, you don't have a switch. Do you want one yet?
2: I do want one. It's just a matter of timing, I guess. Does the commercial um, make
0: you want one more, though?
2: The commercial uh, makes me feel bad that I don't have uh really um attractive actors uh, paid actors as my friends
0: well i'm um, not paid but i'm still a, i'm still your friend
2: i know but it just makes me feel bad for not having attractive paid actors as my friends
0: you could pay me to be your friend i know <laughs> fine well, well you know what i think that's what we're missing in our life frankly we need more paid actor friends just to bring the switch around and, and whip it out whenever we want to yeah. play switch it's a sad. It's a sad world we live in, man. These these commercials are are they're supposed to sell you switches, but they just shame you instead. Pretty and much. It hurts. It hurts my feelings, at least. I, I can't speak for everybody else.
1: There's a grandpa in there who wanted to play uh, draw. <laughs> that's yeah. true.
0: Well, I mean, that just shames me far more because I don't have a grandpa, so that mm. that's going it's going out of its way to twist a knife. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I might take my switch back.
1: It's funny. I I would say that he was he was actively unlikable the grandpa in that commercial
0: uh yeah a little
1: (laughs) he's sitting in the corner all skeptical about the people playing the switch and then he joins in and beats the kid and then points in the kid's face and said i (laughs) shot you
0: (laughs) yeah it's not a good message so another, another thing about the commercial shelby what did you think about the guy he's struggling at zelda and then his his presumed girlfriend or sister comes in and she just she rips the controller from his hands Mm-hmm. Like I would have been annoyed if someone just would come in and take the controller from me while I'm playing. Then she perse- proceeds to to beat him, which is which is fine. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I thought it was the message was kind of rude. Like you just you don't come in and just take your like if I'm struggling through a level and I can't beat it, I don't want someone to come in and just take it from me. It's insulting. Am I it the one, is. am I crazy here?
2: Um, maybe I didn't I didn't it didn't come across that way to me, but I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> well,
0: I'm searching right now, so.
2: I also have uh siblings and we've done that to each other,
0: so I'm gonna do that. it to you next time I see you playing a game. I'm just gonna rip the Yeah, off and the then hand.
2: I'll punch you in the head.
0: It's really, really rude. It's aggressive. Yeah. Sorry for the violence uh violent imagery, Kyle. I hope that you're not too uncomfortable right now.
1: I'm cool. I'm cool with some punching.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One other thing. I was playing Dragon Ball Evolution for the PSP while waiting for everybody to get online. It's uh It's a very faithful adaptation to the movie. So if you like Dragon Ball Evolution, the movie, you might love the PSP game. (laughs) It's really good. Oh, no. All right. What kind of game is it? It's a fighting game, and I'm pretty sure it was based off the Shin Budokai engine from the... But it's the... Which are good games.
1: Yeah, but it's like it's the people from the movie? (laughs)
0: So they took... (laughs) So they took... They basically took screen captures of the movie... They ran a uh, filter over it so that it looks slightly painted, and then they drew black outlines around all the characters, and that's every scene in the game. And That
1: sounds so cool. You
0: Check it out. Everybody out there, yeah. check it out. I, I, am, I am a massive fan of Dragon Ball, and so I actually have every single Dragon Ball game that's come out in North America, and most of the Japanese ones. And this one might be one of my favorites, just because of how bad it is but it plays well so the game plays there so I think I think it's kind of one of those things where you can play it for the badness but still enjoy the game so check that it out sounds check that sounds fun that sounds like a hidden treasure check it out man and if you do tweet back at me if you try to or message me or something because I want to know what you think about it it's pretty funny um, Kyle I have a question for you um, do you remember last year talking about Parappa the Rapper yes alright cool I just want to make sure you remember This is this is basically part two of that topic <laughs> is right now All right, so our topic today this is Rhythm Month. So Kyle, uh, basically, we, one of us every month of the three or four of us who are around, we always, we get a month a theme, and my theme was Rhythm Month. And uh, so we've done four episodes so far this month, and, and this is my my the reason I chose Rhythm Month in the, in the, the whole the whole reason behind it was because I want to talk about guitar man. and that's why you're here, and we, I remember when we were on that podcast on Cartridge Club, which is a community we're a part of, and oh, we love Cartridge Club, uh, I constantly brought up how Guitar Man was better than of the Rapper, which I still stand by, but that's why we're here right now, and I said mm-hmm. on the episode, hey, next year we should talk about Guitar Man, and unfortunately, the Cartridge Club schedule is way more strict than I than mine is, so that's why you're on the show and not, like, returning back to them. I guess you just weren't important enough for them to, to do another episode around, but it's hard to get in there. Yeah, I know. P one and P two. They just they don't care. They don't. It doesn't matter how who you are. It's you don't mess with their schedule. But that's okay. That's I gotta okay. respect it. I gotta respect it. That's fair. You know, you're yeah. you're a better person than I am. So, Guitaru Man, or so I, I always kind of pronounced it as Guitaru Man, but I think it's Guitaru Man. This is what the game says. So that's what we'll go with. Uh, it is a rhythm game for the PS2 and the PSP. And just a quick little bit of information about it before we start talking about it. It's uh, developed by Inis? 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 i I've heard I've heard uh, Inis and Inis. I like both of those. It was yeah. published by Koei. Uh, it came out June 21st in Japan, 2001, and, and uh, February 18th, 2002 in North America. And the PSP version came out in June 6th, 2000... No, sorry, June 8th. 2006 in japan and in north america november 14th 2006 and so it's kind of like the basic plot of the game is you're this kid you one who gets bullied and is kind of lame and he likes a girl named pico and and there's this uh, the bully guy in the game is kazuya <laughs> uh and then he he gets his legendary guitaru and he becomes a target of an alien species who wants the last one and then this has you battling various aliens to steal their guitaru and, and and maybe free the planet or something along those lines basic plot um, so, where should we begin with this? I have questions asked, but I, I kind of think, should we talk about the gameplay first to get that out of the way, before we ask about our opinions on it?
1: Sure, because it needs, it's hard to explain because no one else
0: does what this game does, you God, know? It's so good. Uh, I have, I actually had a Wikipedia site, not Wikipedia, but a, uh, it was like a, I think it was a Koei Tecmo Wikipedia page, I had a, like a really good breakdown of it, and I seem to have lost it. Well, whatever. We'll just figure it out. So the, the battle has, I think, three different phases. Or four, actually. You have your charge phase. And so this has... So basically, what's it called? There's a name for the, the dot and the line. Do you guys remember what it's called? It has like a silly in-game name for it.
1: I've not called it anything but the dot and the
0: line. <laughs> okay, well, there's a dot and a line. I know they, I know the game has like a, a word for it, but I, it's, it's bothering me that I can't remember it. So anyways, so you have that dot and that line. Um. Oh, it's called the attack point. So there we cool. go. Yeah, I found right, I found cool. what I was looking for. It is cool, right? Um. So that that that's your main. That's where you focus your attention while you're playing the game. So when you're when you're attacking, as you won, or when you're charging, or when you're finishing off the battle, you basically have a line that that is that you you. So you have your. It's really hard to explain. So you have your your uh, analog stick. That you can rotate around, and that shows you a direction of, of where you're you're aiming, I guess you could say. And then a line's gonna come in, and you have to make sure that you're tracing that path in the right direction. And while that's coming, you have basically notes to hit, and that you that have a, a length to them. So if you hold down the length, that's how long you're playing that note. So basically, you're timing it so you're hitting all the notes and holding them for the appropriate amount of time. So I think that makes sense so far. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, to us, have played the game. Yeah, <laughs> like like in any like in any podcast, you're going to have to check it out to get the full the full thing, but so hopefully the, yeah, to yeah. pique your interest. This we'll tell you about it. The next so that part's fun. And then the, the next phase, so the battle phase is you're doing that attack on them and they're attacking you. So when you're attacking you, it's basically a quick time event or or a rhythm a rhythm quick time event. So basically aligned to the x uh, x circle square and triangle buttons of the PlayStation. These these uh, buttons are coming at you and you basically have to hit them as they hit the attack point so you're dodging their abilities so it can be pretty frantic you might see like a pile of circles that are coming at different speeds and, and it's a lot of fun and probably my favorite part of of the uh of the stages so basically you have an hp bar and you're trying you at the first part of the game you charge yours up the second part is you're trying to damage theirs and they're trying to damage you and at the end you have a final part that you play to, to finish off the character or the enemy i think that's right mm-hmm. And yeah, so what did you, so I guess to start things off, then what did you guys think about the battles, the the gameplay of the the game, the the meat and potatoes? Kyle, why don't you jump ahead? Oh, sure.
1: Uh, so I, uh, man, it's, it's, so basically it's a fighting game, you know what I mean? You both have health meters. It's, it's a, you know, it's crazy. It's set up like a fighting game, uh. And it kind of sticks to that for like the first three levels and you get this idea of like, okay, I attack, I defend, I attack, I defend uh, in a music game, which is already really cool. Uh, But I think it it really stands out in the levels where later on where it's like, uh, okay, you can't attack right now. And so you're just doing defense and the defense in the game makes sense in the story. And so uh, when you say, like, what do you think of the gameplay? It, to me, it's, like, so ingrained with the story mm-hmm. and, and so integrated into everything that you're doing in the game. Uh, it's, it's what it really makes the game stand out to me big time is, like, if it, was, if it was just, uh, you know, the circles, hitting the circles, <laughs> tracing the line, if it was just like, hitting the buttons on the time, and it was just a music game, you know what I mean, where you pick songs, yeah. I wouldn't love it as much as I Absolutely. do, but it's because of the way that it, it all fits in with the context of what's happening that I'm really into
0: it. This game is oozing charm, I think, mm-hmm. and so you're right, so you can't, talking about them in pieces isn't necessarily going to give the whole picture, so we'll, I'm sure we'll bounce around a lot, but this game has a unique story. Um, it it all the songs and the events all flow together to tell one narrative, and while you're playing these stages and attacking, it's not just like a character standing on one side and the enemy standing on the other, and you're kind of playing notes at each other. There's there's things going on and there's context too. For example, my favorite stage is stage two, which is uh, it's called "Fly into Your Heart" as a song name. And there's UFOs attacking, and you have like these mini UFOs that are transforming the the citizens into like crazy dancing zombie things, and it's uh, really like brainwashed people. And there's just all that. There's stuff like that going on the entire time. So there's a lot. It's actually it's kind of fun to watch the level without playing it because you, you miss so much stuff going on in the background, and it's legitimately funny, I find. So we, we spoke a bit about the the, the um, gameplay. So now you know how the game works. So why don't we talk a bit about, let's say, the characters of the story and the music. Um, so you play as, with your main characters, you won. And in the Japanese version, it's Yuichi. Um and you're basically he's he's the guitar. I did man. not know that. Y- U1 is the localization. Yeah, actually, so I have a little little tidbit for that down here. So this is from I think Wikipedia. Uh, even though the character's name is printed out as U One and everyone calls him U One, his real name is Yuichi. Uh and one is pronounced as Ichi, and in Japanese U One is a nickname given to people named Yuichi in Japan. So this little detail is oh. just badly handled localization. Cool. There you go. Um yeah, so there's I think there's ten stages in the game, right? And each stage has obviously a different track. Most of the tracks were performed by a band called Coil. um, And they kind of cover a whole bunch of different varieties, uh, different genres of music. And I think they're integrated quite well. Um, So I have a section here called Hot Cues. So I'm going to ask you guys and myself Hot Cues. So, what was your impression on the game when you first kind of saw it? Maybe when you first picked it up, Well, not even before you picked it up. But if you if you happened to see the game before, like I happened to see it in a demo before I actually played it, uh, do, like just taking a glance at the game. What did you, what did you what do you think your first impressions were of it? Just looking at it.
1: Uh, for me, it was glowing reviews in Electronic Gaming Monthly is why I got this. <laughs> nice. And so uh, I really, I, you know, I already love Prap the Rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, there aren't a lot of games that were like that <laughs> as I sought as I, as I them. You know, there's not a lot of story-driven music games. Uh, and so I was reading the reviews. They really liked it. And, yeah, it's just got a style. It, it, it's, it has such a distinct aesthetic that uh, it, I was in. I was in for sure. It was like a, It was like a no question, like, oh, I got to go get that game. From its look, from from just looking at it, I did not I did not see how it played. Didn't see <laughs> gameplay of this game before I bought it, you know, which is crazy in today's age. But yeah, back then I was like I was in without watching a demo even.
0: Uh, see, funny for me is I happened I, EGM as well, I believe, or maybe it was Official PlayStation Magazine. It came with a demo disc on it, and cool. I don't know if I immediately flocked to it, but I, like I don't know if I just dismissed it, looking for RPGs to check out before I started playing it. But once I did, it had it came with BGM Blues. That was the only song you could play on it. And I was hooked. I, I was so fun. <laughs> and I didn't know when it was coming out. And I was in college at the time, so I didn't have a lot of money to, to buy a new PS2 game anyway. So it took a couple of years before I actually managed to buy the game. But I played the t- uh, the demo so much while waiting to for it to come out and for me to eventually buy it. Um, and I guess, Shelby, you just only heard about it through me, right? Constantly talking about it?
2: Yeah, that's essentially the, uh, the only way I had heard of it. But... Um the the thing I wanted to say about the art style, because yeah. when you gave me the case yesterday when I saw it, um, it has that a kid drew it vibe. <laughs> but, and this is the thing about these kinds of art styles, is they can be, you know, if they're done really well, they can be really good. But I find they're also that kind of thing where they're really easy to mess up. Um, <laughs> just because, you know, if a kid draws something, normally it's not going to look very good. So it's just <laughs> kind of trying to stay... Um, above that mm-hmm. um, that being said uh, my initial impression of it was like oh this could go either way but once getting into the game and you know I liked it. Uh, the only thing that threw me off though was the sexy voice <laughs> 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 um, and that's because only knowing that it was a rhythm game I didn't know anything about the characters in it turned it on uh, and then I can't remember what she says at the beginning did it? But I was just so uh, put off by it uh, because I was just expecting a rhythm game. And the story itself is, as far as I've gotten anyway, um, very innocent, I guess. Um, so the sexy voice doesn't quite fit. <laughs> uh, so I was ex- I'm was, i expecting somebody to be a huge pervert at some point, but I don't know.
1: I mean- and that never
0: paid off. <laughs> <laughs> i don't trust those i think guys, she, i think she
1: goes like i think you grab the guitar and she like says like
2: Ooh,
1: i really think like <laughs> that is I think what that's says. the first time you hear her yeah, yeah. she goes yeah.
0: guitar man
2: <laughs> i was not expecting it to say the least anyway i was i was very surprised and just very
0: i love it but only because it's stupid i mean i don't know it's like <laughs> it's like hey, you're right it has no real place in it who is this woman why is she mm-hmm. there? Why is she groaning? And like when you win a stage, she's like, "You win!" <laughs> I know. And I don't know—is it the guitaru? Does it? Is it maybe? Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's is maybe
2: the guitar, the guitar is sentient and yeah. is a woman.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. Now it makes all sense now, right? Mm-hmm. And she's yeah, she's so happy to be played. She's like, "There you go." And everything like okay, that's just feels where, yeah. good to be played as <laughs> a okay. So it makes sense no. now. It's weird. I think it, it's kind of a fair criticism
1: because I think a lot of the game is like fulfilling a little boy's guitar fantasy. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's the voice yeah, is there is. to make you feel cool. Do you feel I... cool?
0: Oh, do, do yeah, I feel, do feel cool, cool when, when I play when, that when, game? When, when uh, the guitar man says, oh, guitar man.
1: No, but oh, like, yeah. I th- like the the point is like you're patting yourself on the back <laughs> and you're like, yeah, a sexy woman just said I win. <laughs> yeah. Like that's
0: the idea. I yeah, think. maybe you're right. <laughs> Are you satisfied now, Shelby? Uh
2: yeah. Well, cool. the, another thing too is the first enemy that you really fight after you're shown how to play the game and then that I can't remember what it's name but it's like a little red devil thing. Yeah, yeah, he's wearing a diaper. And it comes in and the first thing he says is I'm going to cut you in half and I was like, okay. So there's sexy voice <laughs> and then somebody's starting to kill you. And this is rated E. It's not what I expected at all. And I mean, it doesn't get much worse than that, but still.
0: Uh, anyway. yeah. Uh, the Yeah, that demon. It's a baby, too. You're beating up a. I ba- well, I mean, I think it's a baby. It's wearing a diaper. You're beating up a baby? Yeah, you're beating <laughs> okay. up a baby with your sweet tunes. It's awesome. Right. So, my uh, next question was, what system did you play it on originally? Uh, So, we know Shelby played the PSP version. I have a note about that oh, good. in the future. Well, now's the time. Uh, I'll just... Oh. I played mine on PS2 demo, never got the main game, which bums me out, and then I got the uh, probably better version, to be honest, the PSP version, so... Yeah, what, what what did you want to say about it, Shelby?
2: Um, okay, so I played this on PSP, and mm-hmm. I will tell you how I played it on PSP, and that was I took the PSP out of the mystery box, right? Uh, because somebody randomly put one in there, and I really do appreciate that. The only thing is with this is that um, the circle button, which, you know, is kind of a big part of the mechanics of the game, yes, uh, sticks. Oh no. <laughs> So that's uh, oh, no. the, the stage with the shark, like the robotic, sh- I can't remember his name, Yeah. before when he's chasing you when you're oh, in space I and like he's trying stage. to bite your ass.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's like Ben something,
0: Ben yeah. Q? Yeah, I think that is right. Or Ben, ben O ben or something. Q?
2: Okay, so that's a pun. Excellent. Um, it's Ben K, actually. Is ben it? K, okay. thank you. Because there's a sound <laughs> system or a company, right, that's named kind of the same?
3: I don't know.
0: Yes. I'm
2: pretty sure there is. Anyway, um, so that stage uh, at the beginning when you don't have the guitar and you're just trying to get away and you have to mash all of those buttons to defend yourself, that was a nightmare. It's a hard that's a hard um,
0: stage, I find.
2: Yeah, same with uh, San bon Trio. Um, I failed at that part a lot. Um, because at some point you have to mash the buttons coming from all directions. And it's not the mashing that's hard, it's when you hit the button in, at least in my case anyway, because of the PSP to mm. hit the circle and it doesn't pop back out immediately. So, anyway.
0: <laughs> it's rough. Are my thoughts. What, yeah. did, what did you, you first played it on PS, do you actually own it for PS2, Kyle? Yes.
1: Yeah, 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 I've actually never played the PSP version.
0: It's good. But I'm, I'm definitely jealous of the... I really want... It's it's kind of rare. I don't think it had a huge print run. Although apparently it did have a second printing uh, in like 2005, I think. But it never actually wasn't like... Despite being a, like a cult hit, I don't think it moved a lot. I don't think Koei printed a bunch of these. So they're not cheap to find. The Japanese version is not too expensive, but the the uh, English one is very... I find difficult to find.
1: Uh, yeah, I remember buying it from Circuit City. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh wow. Yeah, that's cool. I think that's like a Radio Shack equivalent up here in Canada. Uh
2: we did have them so- I think it was sourced by Circuit City, was it?
0: Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't I think, think so. they
2: don't exist here anymore. We did have Oh, a- they don't
1: exist anywhere yeah. anymore. Circuit
0: City's oh, okay. gone. They're hanging out with, yeah, it's gone. They're hanging out with Blockbuster and Target. And getting drinks. <laughs> Target Canada, sorry. Yeah, they're they're all drinking together. It's a sad day to be one of those folks.
1: Uh, I did rebuy it though. Oh, I yeah? uh So uh, yeah, at some point in my teens, I traded in that version of Guitar Man, and then some point in my adulthood, I had to (laughs) buy it again. And you're right, it is very expensive to buy today.
0: I had to replace my PSP version, because somehow, during a move, Black Goop got all inside that case. I don't know what it is. I couldn't tell what the goop was, or where it came from. It wasn't on anything else. And Mm -hmm. I tried to clean it, and it, it would not work, so I had to replace the PSP version. But it's much cheaper. And so, it, I would recommend, if you like the game, I would recommend buying the PSP version in addition to the PS2 because it has ex, extra stuff on it.
2: Is the PS2 version still called Guitar Man Lives?
0: No. No lives. Okay. Just I think it's just Guitar Why? Man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't no, know. I'm just curious. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, uh, the,
1: I mean, the PSP one came way later, so it's oh, like, okay. Guitar still, Man, he's still here. Yeah, he's still he's alive. alive. <laughs> he lives. Okay. He's don't dead. forget
2: about Guitar it's Man. not dead.
0: Yeah, he's not going yeah, on. Yeah, you yeah, You can still talk about him. Um, yeah. Oh, shit, there's something else. One thing I want to say about the just kind of the time frame when this game came out. Do you? I don't know if you remember this, Kyle, but like the PS2 had this this stint, or maybe it was most of the PS2. But it, they released some really weird games back then, like more riskier games, I think, than than what came before. Versus like uh, maybe even what we do nowadays. But things like one one that jumps in my mind that came around the same time might have been the same demo. This was Mr. Mosquito. It was yeah. one weird game, and I'm pretty sure there was other ones like that. I can't think of them off the top of my head. I mean, even despite it being one of my favorite games, Katamari is is a weird, very Japanese game that I'm kind of surprised that we got over here. To be honest with you, but I think the Guitar Man was a was a kind of a bold bold one to send over. I, I'm kind of surprised they did. To be honest with you,
1: yeah, yeah, it's so hard for a game like and and at the time there isn't the really flexible pricing too yeah and so this game is the same price as every other game next to it on the shelf and so yeah it, it, i can understand why it didn't blow up you know what i mean you, yeah. you see this game and the goofy characters on the box and <laughs> it's just as much money as i don't know what was most popular that year a madden game <laughs> you know I, I can see why it didn't do great yeah yeah, yeah that, that hurts it for sure uh, and it, it makes me happy that we have so many different types of games today in terms of uh, budgets and yeah. how much they cost and things like that.
0: You're right, the, the, normal, the normalization of prices that I think older generations had is kind of gone nowadays. Like, for example, the newest Uncharted game is 50 bucks, as opposed to the one that came out a couple of years ago. And there are other games that come out for 30 like Rocket League's, like 30 bucks for a retail version. And so there's a lot more of like, entry-level games that you can kind of, like purchase level, I should say. To get people on board and we we, on the show we've we've talked many times about price versus like how much a game is quote unquote worth in terms of of value and and there could be an argument to be made that Guitar Man is not worth 80 bucks now I probably would still pay that for it but I could see why a person wouldn't want to pay that when it first came out or now I suppose because it's not a very long game and I mean you can get a lot out of it but it's not not that long to, to play through
2: it definitely is not long because I, you know, You're to right. get through most of it in an hour.
0: Yeah, you did pretty good. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, the there, Lives has some multiplayer stuff that you can do and some harder mode. I think both of them have harder modes and stuff. And yeah, but and there's unlockables in the game, but it's not very long. So I wanted to ask you guys, what about some of your favorite levels are or tracks like songs that you might have? And I always go first. So Shelby, how about you start things off?
2: Um, I like I haven't beaten it yet, but the stage that I'm on right now with I think is Gregorio. <laughs> Cause I like that, I don't want to say exactly that kind of music, but it's a bit more upbeat and a bit more rock than it's like synthetic <laughs> synthesizer stuff. I don't know even how to describe it, but <laughs> I like that. And I liked the Sandbone Trio song. Bad to the Bone? Um, yeah. <laughs> I
3: thought
2: that's
0: called, yeah, it's called if Bad to the
2: Bone. If you look at their designs, um, I don't even know how I noticed because I thought they were just controllers at first and I'm like, wait, I'm these are their pelvic areas are <laughs> controllers and i was okay anyway <laughs> um if i had to pick like a least favorite track sure. though i'd say the one with the b Ah, oh, oh yeah, no. I, I that's know, so I good
0: know, i love it but
2: i'm not into that kind of music so that's why i'm,
0: know, I'm it's not either not
2: fast enough for me
0: but i love that song i i, I like the intro we are like, everybody, there's a new king in town.
2: <laughs> <laughs> They're all, it's all, like, all the tracks are pretty good for stuff that's not, you know, something like Guitar Hero where you've heard it before and then it's getting, you know, put into a game yeah. kind of thing. And this is, I think it's all original score.
0: Yeah. Which, I say
2: score. And, all original tracks.
0: And there's a Japanese and English um, version of, of the songs, too which is pretty cool. I,
2: another question, can you play this game, because I didn't look, can you play it with the original, like, the Japanese voices, or?
0: I never checked actually, I'm really not sure, that's a good, that's a good I, question. I
2: think that's the only place where the game where I found it suffered was in the voice acting.
0: <laughs> we'll co- yeah, let's make a note to come back about the voice acting, you're right.
2: Yeah, but anyway.
0: Um, Awesome, I'll make a note. So Kyle, what about you, Your favorite stage or songs that you liked?
1: Yeah, my favorite my favorite stage and song uh is the everybody, B level. there's a new king in town. Get ready. Mojo 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 king.
0: Because uh, I think uh,
1: I think that one sells the duel the best. Yeah. Where it's not just uh, mechanically like bouncing back and forth, but you kind of feel the two instruments fighting each other and going on the track. And I really I think it like sells the game mm-hmm. and what the game's about in that track. Uh, mm-hmm. And then also obviously the acoustic version of the legendary theme, yeah. I think it's called. Yep. Uh, just when you're just playing on the beach, that's just such a cool level and song. Uh, yeah, again, that's again, like the level in the song kind of feeding into each other. But Absolutely. yeah, those are my two
0: favorite for sure. Uh, the B-Jam Blues also has a bear punching a tree for no reason, yep. and I love it. Legendary Theme acoustic version is it, it's nice for multiple reasons, because it's kind of a break in terms of like intensity, both thematically and in-gameplay-wise. It's not a very hard stage, it's just kind of meant to be soothing and relaxing. And that theme and that stage comes to pay off again later, which I'll talk about a little bit when I... I guess, oh, I guess, unless you have another favorite song you want to talk about, I'll just go into mine. Sure. Alright, so my second favorite one is actually, I think it's Stage 9, and it's called Overpass and Legendary Theme. Uh, album version, and I won't. I don't want to spoil it for Shelby. Do you plan to finish it? Yeah. Okay, cool. I won't uh, spoil it for you. But there's a part in that where it starts as one song, it becomes another, and there, they, it's thematically very nice. It's a very nice payoff. There's another character that comes in, and, and they're like, you're, you're the character you're battling. There's a part where you're trying to help them, and so you're playing a different song over theirs, and they're still attacking you with their song, but you're like ignoring it, and you keep playing over it, and it's, I think it's a really great scene. So I, I don't know if, if if you agree with that Kyle but I thought that was a really good level the one right before the last boss
1: oh yeah it's it's story and music yep. and gameplay again all coinciding so to uh, feed off each other it's cool
0: my favorite one however is the second stage like I mentioned flying to your heart with uh, I just like upbeat technically poppy music uh, and I it's like I don't know, like a little bit of disco in there. I mean, literally the, the alien that you're fighting does start discoing. I just, I love it. It's so fun and it's so goofy. And I just, uh, I don't know. I, everything about that song makes me happy. Like, I'm smiling right now just thinking about that. And I like, I just played the game the other day, and I love that stage. That that's that stuck on my various music playing devices up until now. It's still on my phone. I still I still listen to it regularly. It's like a really great, it's a great piece of music. Hmm. So each, so the story. A little bit about the story in the presentation so each stage is accompanied by a classic PlayStation 2 era style FMV cutscene with some very special voice acting um, I, I don't know I, I like that so the story is a pretty simple you're just a normal kid you get your guitar to your dog and talk and now you're you're going into space and then you're on another planet <laughs> there's transformations it's great so it's so intricate It's like like you've been saying, Kyle. It's super integrated into the story and the gameplay. And I just want. Wonder, I'm wondering, just in general, how you felt about the game or the the story, I rather. Did you Did you like it? Do you think it was too simple, too too wacky? What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the story is what is. It might be the weakest part of the game in terms of telling a, a unique story. In terms of uh, uh telling a, a tale that needed to be told. Because really it is. It's about this little boy becoming a superhero and then <laughs> stealing a girl. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, all right, man. Yeah. Uh, and, and so like, uh, at its base level, I don't care much for the story. And I and I, I do wonder. I'd love to see uh, uh, the Japanese version. I'd love to see what's changed in the localization yeah. if it is so simple. Because they are just running through some of the lines in their delivery. <laughs> it's so uh, like, the Puma, the dog, is just like, uh, you have blood from the guitar, uh, planet guitar! And is, like, trying to, like, just explain the entire plot in, like, ten seconds as they're just racing over into a spaceship and then they fly off. And so, yeah, there's there's some issues there, right? Where, like... Oh, uh, if they could just space it out and explain things and ha- maybe have a, a longer conversation, uh, we would receive it better. But yeah, yeah, it's, it's a lot of stuff just yeah. uh, muttered through, I think, almost.
3: Silence yourself, Zoe! Go home!
1: Go home? No, I won't go home. I'm going to rule the universe with the last guitar. There's no future in your dreams, Zoe! All your goons are gone! It's just you! What did you say, Pooh?
3: You think I can't beat you by myself? You're just a pathetic loser. You couldn't beat me in all of... Never ending. In eternity.
1: Why, you... Can do it? Do
3: it. So tell me, what do you do? I can
2: do it. What, defeat me? I can. No,
3: not you. Can too. You're a loser. Am not. Always make fun of. No way. Always stop. Never. Always running. No. Always failing. No. Failing all things. No. Can't, you can't do anything. Do you yes, I can. So what can you do? I can do it. What, what can you do? I can do it. What? what can you do? Show me now. Sure, I can. Incredible strength. Show me all you've got. I can do it. I can. No, you can't. I can. There's no way you can. Yeah, I can. You can't. Because I can. do what? Because. Sure, because. Because what? I can do it.
2: Because. Because. Go Because you I'm determined. Against <laughs> 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 the light. The.
3: light!
0: Very ridiculous and and a lot enforced, of course. A lot of areas like the li- the level that you and I both like is the legendary theme acoustic version. I mean, he basically just meets this girl and falls for her in like two seconds. It, it's mm-hmm. I, I never thought of this when playing it, but you made a really good point. It's almost like a kid wrote it. Like uh, I I want to be a guitar hero. <laughs> I'm gonna go in space and the girl at school doesn't like me. She loves me there. It's kind of it's kind an of exact like that. lookalike of her. Yeah planet, so there you mm-hmm. go. Yeah, and the main villain looks like your bully, and I'm sure there's metaphors or something for that. So, it's but like
2: Q-Bert, shamed, shamed into... Oh
0: anyway. God. Have you ever seen Sorry. the movie, movie Pixels, Kyle? I've not seen I mean, Pixels. Should, don't do watch it. it. Don't ever do it. You no. Know. <laughs> we watched Spare it. Spare yourself. It's it's good. Um, Yeah, so anyways, I don't have to get on the tangent about Pixels. Uh, So, do you guys... So, Shelby and I, we have already talked about this a lot during Rhythm Month, but Kyle, do you so are you a big fan of rhythm games in general, or do just, you just happen to like Parappa and games like Parappa, or do you just like a large, large variety of them?
1: It's really just the ones with stories. Okay. Now, did, yeah, did you, I, don't, I don't have really like any other uh, rhythm games that I'm so fond of.
0: Have you played Elite Beat Agents?
1: Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a very
0: good one. It, same developer as Guitar Man, which, yeah. which of course, I, did, I didn't know until recent, recent years, because I, I had not played Elite Beat Agents until last year. And that that game is is stellar as well. Which which do you prefer
1: between those two? I yeah. uh, still Guitar Man. Yeah, still I, Man, and I really Elite Beat Agents actually has way more interesting stories. It does yeah? Uh, but you're tapping on a DS, and uh, that'll always hurt it to me. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I like pressing buttons big time.
0: Yeah, I I, I agree. I think Guitar Man to me because some of it's nostalgia too. I can't divorce the fact that. I played this game at a, at a time where I, I, I mean, I've always loved games, but it was like a really special point in gaming for me, I think. So I, I have a very strong bias towards Guitar Man, but I think, I think the game plays better and the music's better in Guitar Man, because Elite Agents uses just, you know, random people's music. Other The North American version has like some 41 and the Japanese version has J-pop bands. So I, I think I respect the effort that's put into a game like Guitar Man, which you know, has unique music, and and maybe maybe you don't like every track, but there's something for everyone, and it covers a lot of genres. And and because it's so integrated with the gameplay and stuff, I think it has a lot more of a lasting of memory than than playing your sixtieth Beatles song on, on Rock Band or something. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So, the villains. <laughs> Did you have any favorite villains that you guys liked, or anything that stood out to you? Be- maybe besides Mojo, Mojo King B.
1: Yeah. The they're all they're all great Gregorio yeah, just like mother I've done it again when he kills you and like it's such a hard level and then he's just like mother I've done it again I I don't know if I've I like I've ever spent more than three seconds clicking retry you know what I mean you just want to like yeah, yeah. you want to beat him immediately after he does that uh so yeah I think Gregorio the third is probably my favorite villain
0: Gregorio <laughs> I always lose it when the choir of kids starts singing in the background towards you <laughs> like ghost children appear out of nowhere uh, yeah, I, I like, um, I, I like the, ra- I don't, list, it's not one of my favorite songs or stages, but when you're, your guitaru ship turns into a mech and you're kind of like having this mm-hmm. really weird slow rap battle with the transformed shark that was chasing you the previous level and you're like running around the planet, but the planet is really small. So it's kind of like King Kai's planet from Dragon Ball. Uh, I, I like that, that, that enemy encounter is pretty cool. And I, and I like the uh, trio of bones as well. Those guys are pretty, pretty goofy. And of course the last fight with Zoe, um, you know, spoiler alert, there's, there's transformations, and I love me some transformations. Oh, there's a Guitar Man 1, W-A-N, and it was a budget trial version of the game, released in Japan on April 5th, 2001, and along with a demo of the game's second stage and exclusive cinematic scenes, it also features an exclusive minigame in which players take control of Puma as he tries to eat donuts falling from the sky. Did not know about that. I didn't know
1: about that. Found
0: out today. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a drama CD that takes place after the game that uh, I just found out about its existence this morning.
2: Sad, we never get drama CDs.
0: I over know. Here. It's <laughs> yeah. Ever. Final Fantasy X has a drama CD. I remember. I know that because I, I used to listen to the music from it like 10 years ago.
2: I have a drama CD from Tales of Symphonia that I bought a few years ago, and I just like to listen to it because I like the sound of the voice actors, and I have absolutely no idea what's going on.
0: <laughs> Uh, that's cool. I wonder how many other games have those.
2: Lots and lots and lots. So, Especially with RPGs. So
0: it's just like characters talking and acting after the game, usually?
2: Sometimes, and there's also things, like you'll get specials. I know uh, there are a couple Tales drama CDs where it's like a Christmas thing. It's not called Christmas, but it's like, you know, it's kind of like a celebration type thing. And it's it's not all canon, it's just kind of like, oh, this is a what-if scenario if they had this time to do this festival kind of whatever um stuff like that right it, yeah sometimes there are things that are a bit more serious but i don't know nope. they're just goofy
0: fair enough uh i had a section that i wrote down on my list called woohoo's and boohoo's um <laughs> which i might start using right now because i like this uh woohoo that's good guitar, guitar transformation uh, you know, he gets the, the guitar, which we now know as a woman moans with, with ecstasy as, she's, <laughs> okay. as she transforms the main character into a man. Oh, no. Uh, so I do like that. And also the lightning coming down whenever you beat a foe, it's like so over the top. It's like the screen shaking and that it's crackling. I love it. Oh. It's great. Uh, and I, I thought the story was pretty funny. So even though it's stupid, it still made me laugh a lot. A lot of the voice acting. There's a quote called the singer's voice with honey love. Which was so yes. weirdly translated that I, I had to write it down, uh, and then the amazing and original music. My boohoo's, however, long ass loading times. Not a fan yeah. of the load times, and it's and it's just as long in the PSP version. So it doesn't not. I'm, I don't know if the PS2 was longer than that even, but pretty gross. And also, an autosave would have been nice. I have to save manually after every stage. Just just save it for me. Why do you, Why do you got to make me click a button and wait for the PSP to? bring up an overlay and then I have to click that and then another thing pops up and then I have to go back. Anyways, yeah, those are my my boohoos. Do you guys have any any woohoos or boohoos about the game?
1: Yeah, uh, cuz I just want to play. I don't I don't have them prepared, but let's do some woohoos yeah, and Yeah, please, boo-hoos. please do. <laughs>
0: it's fun. To
1: play. Uh woohoo is the feeling of when you're attacking uh, nailing like a bunch of little circles in a row as they like spin around. Uh like playing in master's mode uh is really really fun i'm not good at it i can't get past (laughs) the second level in master's mode but it's like uh i like the trial of the game i like the difficulty because uh it's all there it's all apparent nothing sneaks up on you it's really just about you understanding the rhythm and how this game should go the music should go Mm -hmm. uh and so i really like that uh (laughs) boohoo In master's mode, uh, you just die really fast. Oh, you sure <laughs> do. Yeah, so you miss like five notes, and you're like, "That's the end of this of the track." Ooh, you know what I want to do a woohoo for? Please do. I love that there's no combos, and I think in oh, most rhythm yeah. games they're keeping track of your combo, you drop a note, it's like, you lost your combo! <laughs> yeah. And it's like, don't do that to me. Don't do that to, Don't add this extra pressure of like having consecutive great notes. Like just a great performance is fine, you know yeah, what I yeah. mean? And so, I, I love that there's no combo in this game.
0: It's a good point. And it's one of those games that, when you miss a note, you, you can feel it and hear it because the, your in-game character misses a note. And mm-hmm. I was talking about that on, on, I think, the our Elite Beat Agents episode about how I don't like when a game doesn't like, I don't like the combo thing you, you said is good. I actually like that about not focusing on the combo. But I, when I miss a note, I want to feel it in the music. I want the music yeah. to, to miss. Like, I fucked up. So when I play better next time, I get the whole song. And a lot of games don't do that. And I don't like when they don't do that. I, I want that, that audio failure to come through. Uh, but and I think it's I think it's best on that acoustic version
1: of the legendary theme oh, yeah. where you're like just like you like you the note hurts it hurts to get those
0: wrong yeah, yeah. exactly and uh, so yeah, Durman another that's another great that's another woohoo does that well yeah yep you got any woohoo's or boohoo's Shelfie I know it's a new segment I just made up. But it's all good. All good. Okay. Um
2: Boohoo's yeah. in general, just the the gameplay, mm-hmm. and I like the art style a lot. It's pretty cute. Like I said, it's hard to kind of hover above that line where you're not crossing into like, Shitty. I guess the the uncanny valley or the shittiness <laughs> of a child's drawing. Um, I, just, I don't know. To I don't really have much that's different from what you guys. No, said. it's all good. Um, don't have to force it. Boohoo's though, um, the sexy voice. <laughs> mm-hmm. um,
0: don't judge her. <laughs> I'm not judging. You her. lose.
2: <laughs> it's nothing to do with the fact that it's a sexy voice. It's a sexy voice in a weird kids' dream <laughs> fantasy thing. Anyway,
0: I think it makes after what Kyle said though. I think it makes sense if if you view it as a, as a 14 year old made this game, then it makes it makes sense that there's a sexy lady for no reason.
1: Still legitimate boohoo. It, it's, it's still a, it legit is. boohoo.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was gonna say yeah. like maybe because I'm not a 14 year old boy, I don't understand <laughs> or I didn't play it. Yeah when i was younger i don't know it doesn't <laughs> doesn't fit
0: two years ago was a um long time.
2: and then another boohoo is the voice acting but
0: yeah it, it is definitely a boohoo although but
2: i think around that time they the voice acting in a lot of games wasn't like super amazing
0: no so nope you are correct
2: like in legend of dragoon all right such good such oh, good voice acting.
0: i like that game is good So good yeah it was good it is but that's a woohoo game <laughs> But Boohoo, because no one really talks about it. Maybe that version of Dragoon has voice acting, yeah.
2: It does. There's um, the I think when you're fighting, cutscenes also like in game when you're fighting. Um, yeah, I just will never forget. I think her, uh, it's a Rosa or Hoo Ha die, <laughs> <laughs> but she jumps in. Anyway,
0: have you played that game, Kyle? I have
1: not, no, I think I played a demo of it, yeah. I played a demo and didn't get it. <laughs>
2: I, oh, it's a good game.
0: There's a Yeah, I, I still, I would like to someday. A funny little side story, I was, it, it was when I, I had just got a job, I was working at Taco Bell for a summer, and I want, I was like the first retail PS1 game I was going to buy, and I really wanted Chrono Cross, and it wasn't there. But, so the only thing that was there was, was um, Legend of Dragoon, and going home empty-handed when you want to go in to buy a game, that's just no fun. So I remember picking that up. And that's why I played it. It does. It's a good game. I think it's underrated. It should be something maybe we should do an episode on sometime.
2: It's a bit long, though.
0: Yes, it is quite long. Uh, All right, should we go on to damage then? Kyle, I know you're a massive fan of bonus barrel. You already know all about <laughs> what damaging is, but I'll explain it to, to the people who don't know. Um, mm-hmm. So how we do our damage system is it's, it's not based on the quality of the game This so much as a recommendation system. Um, so basically, each one of us is responsible for a heart's worth of damage for the game. So the game, in this case, would have three hearts. And you can do, up in quarters, up to four quarters damage, which means... Full damage means that you don't recommend the game to anybody. You are insulted that you played it, you wasted your time, and no one should play it. Three quarters damage would be, you know, you think it's a bad game, maybe someone might like it, but in general, you you still probably wouldn't recommend it. Half damage is, you might recommend it to the right people, you think it's a so-so game, it's okay. Uh, One quarter damage is, uh, you still think it's a good game, and you'd recommend it to most people... Um, but, you know, it's not perfect and, and you're sure some friends wouldn't like it. And then no damage at all means that you love the game and that you would recommend it to everybody. And that's I like this. New- yeah, it's fun. Um, usually the person who picks a topic goes last. So, Shelby, you want to kick it off? Sure. All right, kick it off.
2: Uh, right off the bat, um, and it's, it, like, this is um, not a rating system. Yes. It's totally recommendation. So you could totally love a game and then give it, like, you know, half damage or whatever, because you know the right, you know, would only recommend it to the right people, like Rob just went through his whole spiel, whatever. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it three quarters damage. Oh my god. And we're not, not three quarters, sorry, a quarter damage. Okay, that's I just got all turned around in my head. <laughs> um, a quarter damage, just because uh, I know, at least the group of people that I hang out with, um, I know would get a lot of enjoyment from this game, and I'm sure my friends are. You know they have played it. I I just never knew about it, so it was not something I would ever bring up. Mm. Um, that like that being said though, there are I I don't think it's a game that a cash I I don't want to say cashies or normies <laughs> would enjoy, but it's you know it's a Japanese style like that that humor and stuff too. So it's not you know maybe it does it won't come across the same for them as it would for people who are kind of used to that type of culture and humor and whatever. So that's right. the only reason why I'm gonna give it a quarter.
1: Quarter damage that's good uh i'm doing a quarter damage too oh. uh i know i think look it's like it's like one of the best in the genre mm-hmm. like there's there are a few games that do this better than this game does but it's just the reason specifically is just how hard it is to get and play today oh. uh you know most people aren't playing on psps most people aren't playing on ps2s yeah. it is just inaccessible and it is extremely expensive to buy that's the point and so When we're talking like strictly like recommendation based it's hard it's hard to recommend it because it's so expensive and and difficult to find and play uh but if that's not an issue for you then yeah absolutely just give it a shot
0: awesome Mm -hmm. uh i literally am not able to give it anything but no damage because i'm constantly recommending it to everybody (laughs) (laughs) almost at all times even on the shows that have nothing to do with it so obviously no damage for me uh but you do make great points it is harder to get a hold of uh, if you're the type of person who has a who has a Vita, that's already already a rare thing, uh, and you and you then want to go through the extra mile of, of creating a Japanese PSN account, you can actually download uh, buy the game, but they didn't do oh. it, they didn't put it in North America, which is annoying. If they had put that, because oh, I, I went through looking for because I wanted to buy it for my Vita so I could have it on at all times without having to pop it in my PSP, but only the Japanese store has it. But you can get it, so so you know that. But you know, or you could just. You could just do underhanded methods to play it too, but you know we're not going to encourage that. Um, but yeah, so those are all great points. However, no damage for me, which leaves it at two and a half hearts out of three. Not too bad. I can't, I can't good. be upset about that. Actually, it's pretty good. So yeah, so that was it um, for Guitaru man. So you know, if you, if anybody out there decides they play it or want to give it a try or have played it, definitely let me know because I'd love to hear about it. Um, maybe you hated everything about it. That's that's important too. And before we end the show, Kyle, I have to apologize. We're just going to mention something real quick about a mystery box. Um, So, basically, the Cartridge Club, which is the show you were on before, it's an awesome community full of of different podcasts and people who like games and all that stuff. And they, they have this really cool thing where they pack a box full of, like, games and games and game stuff or whatever, and they send it to different club members across the world. So the box has been all over the place, from Japan, parts of America, Canada... And everybody, whenever you get the box, you take something or, or some things out and you put as many things back in and then send it off to another person. So we That's just- so cool. It's super cool, right? And we, we just got it here. And so, uh, Shelby, I think wanted to mention what you took out.
2: Yeah, we're allowed to mention what we took out. We're just not allowed to mention what we put back in, or I think what is already in there. Yeah. You
0: can't basically spoil it for the next person who gets it.
2: Yeah. So I took, uh, the PSP, um, <laughs> yeah. Hey, why not, right? No, the, the <laughs> sticky button. <laughs> yeah, sticky button, and it also doesn't work unless it's constantly attached to a power source. So I'm gonna have to get new uh, battery, my own charger, and find some way to to rig it so it doesn't ever fall out. Um, yeah. <laughs> and I took Mass Effect 2 because I had traded that game in like ages ago for something else. I think it was like uh, what did I get with that? Maybe Shadow Mortar. I can't remember. Mm. Um, and and then it it was in the box, so I was like, heck yeah, I can take this back.
0: <laughs> you sure could. Uh, I took a box copy of Golf for the NES box and manual. I was pretty, <laughs> nice. I was pretty happy. Anytime I see a box manual, a thing, I'm pretty pumped. I also took Crazy Taxi for Dreamcast, and yeah, I'm pretty pumped. So whoever put those in, thanks. Uh, yeah. I love boxed games. They make me happy, happier than they have any right to. And so yeah, uh, so we're I don't know who's getting this next, but uh, Left took some stuff out too. He was happy, and uh, so we just want to thank there's the cool club. There. Yeah, there's some really weird stuff. I wish we could talk about it, but we can't. But it is pretty cool. So, yeah, I guess this is the end. Kyle, it was awesome having you on, man. I really, really oh, had yeah, fun. Yeah, it was fun to be here. Um, if, if a weird game ever comes again, I'll, I'll shoot you a message. Maybe we, if you've played it, we can have you back on. Cool, cool. Awesome. All right, well, thanks, thanks guys, for listening. This is Rob.
2: And Shelby. And Kyle. <laughs>
0: Kyle! See <laughs> <laughs> so, ya. Yeah.